0: Welcome to the third episode of the Star Wars Navigator. My name is Wyatt,
1: and I'm Zach. And before you get started, you can find us everywhere you can find podcasts, and at StarWarsNavigator.com. You can also help support us by going to our Facebook and Instagram pages, all at Star Wars Navigator.
0: And that being said, let's jump right into today's episode.
1: So today's episode, we will be bringing on a guest to talk all things Star Wars with us. As a matter of fact, today's gift actually helped inspire Wyatt here to create the podcast. So please say hello and give a warm welcome. To Cody, who also runs the Instagram account,
2: Cody Fett. I'm Cody. Uh, you guys can follow my socials, uh, Cody Fett, pretty much at TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. All right. Yeah.
1: Cody, I guess since this is the first time you're on our podcast here and first time we had a guest on, we decided we'll start off with just some questions, some kind of like what we did with our first episode, just some basic questions about like what you like in Star Wars and stuff. And um, I guess we'll hop right into that. So how did you get into Star Wars and when and why did you make your account?
2: Uh, I got into Star Wars. I don't even know how I got into Star Wars. I just remember like I was really young. In two- I think what it was was the 2003 Clone Wars. And like, that was what I was introduced to because I was just watching cartoons on Cartoon Network. And then I started my account way back in like 2016, but it was not a Star Wars account at first. It was a, like a superhero account. And I posted occasional Star Wars stuff. But then, like, I stopped posting in 2018. And then I came back when The Mandalorian had started and I started posting Star Wars stuff. And then it's kind of all just been from there on out. Yeah, that's pretty sweet.
0: It was actually pretty cool. Superhero account. Huh. All right. So now that's a little bit about how the accounts. And then see, I think I fo- started following you like a year ago, a year or two. No, yeah, it was a year ago. I know like, I would comment some of your posts and then reach out to you in the DMs. And then I got to really know you, you through uh, Greedo's Bounty, our uh, Takes Instagram group. And yeah, I-, I have to say you're probably one of my uh, my good friends on the uh, Instagram community. So happy to have you on the uh, podcast. And- yeah, I-, I could say the same about you too. So it's been a, well, let's see. I've been here for a couple of months with the Grills Brownie though, but oh yeah, it's been a, it's been a really good couple of months and I'm really happy to see it. we Grito's bounty will go in the future and uh moving on sorry i'm getting sidetracked what is your favorite star wars movie and why all right
2: well it used to be revenge of the sith and then i kind of just grew out of liking revenge of the sith and it became more of empire strikes back because of boba fett mainly so <laughs> i really like that but then i really got like i started to really like empire for other things too like i really like the luke and dark vader plot like how that goes hmm. but it's mainly boba fett if i'm being honest because like Boba Fett's my favorite character. So I like Return of the Jedi is also like my top film for Star Wars just as a Boba Fett too. Nice, nice.
1: I mean, I I could probably agree with you that Boba Fett is, was always like my favorite character when I like started walking into Star Wars and stuff. Um, Anyway, I guess continuing on from there, I guess I probably already know the answer to this, but who is your favorite character and why?
2: Uh, It's it's Obi-Wan, all right? Obi-Wan, oh. not Boba Fett.
1: Oh, oh. oh <laughs> so cool. There. There.
2: I actually don't like Obi-Wan at all. But yeah, my favorite character is Boba Fett, and mainly just because of his green armor. He had cool mm. armor, and that's kind of why I like him. But then I, I do really like the character when I did more research on him.
1: Okay, and then, nice, nice.
0: And then you can really tell with the the Mandalorian, like, that's one thing I like about the Mandalorian, is it kind of really uh, highlighted Boba Fett and made him more of a serious character instead of just, like, a, someone that appeared in the movie for, like, five six minutes and then gets cast aside because the hero has to win and- Well,
2: boba was kind of like that in the comics and then the mandalorian pretty much brought that to life
1: i mean if you kind of look back at old legends he did come back for i can't remember what the book series was called but it was basically he escapes the sarlacc kind of like what he does in canon now and then he becomes the leader of mandalore or was it bounty hunters no in it was a while it was Mandalor. Was Mandalor? Okay, I guess I'm not too far off then. But yeah, it was just he comes back and he becomes this leader that he was always kind of meant to be. And I always, I kind of hope they go that route a little bit. But I guess he'll be more of a underworld leader, looks like, rather than mandalore itself.
2: I still think there's a chance he becomes leader of Mandalor because there's still that weird opening in the show how they didn't end it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Probably, uh, where he sits on the throne. That'd be huh that actually would be pretty cool if they did make them somehow like the leader of mandalore and the one thing i caught on about that is that the Django thing's now
2: canon and technically and Ted <laughs> Django was the leader and Django got screwed out of it by death watch
1: yeah you gotta dude i hope that those can those comics are completely canon because they are like the only comics i've really read in star wars and they are they're so good
0: they are definitely really good uh let's see here so talk about comics and other media for star wars what is your favorite bit of star wars so that kind of goes to like are you a fan of the movies do you think star wars is better than the shows are you like a fan of the books games like what what really like is the best storytelling for star wars for you i personally think
2: it's Force at least the first one i think that is like even though it doesn't have boba fett in it I think that is like my favorite, like, piece of Star Wars storytelling stuff.
1: I'm actually going to correct you there. It did have Boba Fett. There's one, if you remember the mission when you go to tattooing, you have to actually fight Boba Fett
2: in that. That's the second game, though. I don't think that's th- the first one. I think one. that was
1: the first, because I think I only owned the first one and I remember fighting oh, Boba Fett.
2: That. They were, that was, it might be the one I had because the copies were different for Force Unleashed. Like the Wii one was different than the PS3 and PS2 one.
1: Okay.
0: Well, didn't Force Unleashed come out with a DLC? Like, I'm pretty oh, sure that's the DLC yeah. for Force Unleash, like where he goes to tattooing. Cause I remember he fights yeah. Boba Fett and then he fights like Obi Wan's ghost. Like, is yeah. really. Oh, weird. that's right.
1: Yeah. I think that might have been the, what is it, the Sith edition or whatever it was called. Now that you yeah. say that. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I was a little wrong there. Oh, my bad. My bad. So, so sweet. So I guess kind of moving on from here, we have some don't have much news right now because, you know, the Bad Batch isn't released and we haven't really heard much from Disney or Lucasfilm or anything yet. But I guess there's one little bit of news with the 2003 Clone Wars, that old cartoon from way back when is coming to Disney
2: Plus and Dude, i am excited i am so excited for that just because people can see it now instead of like not watching it <laughs> yeah. no one watched it really unless they knew about it on youtube most people didn't watch it yeah yeah
0: i thought that i remember seeing like a cuz there's this one guy who i found like who uploaded a, supposedly the entire thing on youtube because it was like a two-hour video and i were like watching the two-hour video but i don't know if there's like any other like episodes or stuff that maybe that wasn't added to that
1: yeah that i'm not really sure i actually just watched it the other day on youtube and i think they have the whole thing because there's a 2003 not 2005 i believe like the 2003 was like the phase one clones and stuff like that and then the 2005 there's two volumes yeah yeah i think one was but i think the years that they released was 2003 and then 2005
2: might have been 2004, I don't know.
1: Maybe, but uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I guess I don't know if any of it's missing from YouTube, but I don't think so. Because it seems to be a general consensus that those were the whole show.
0: And you know, one thing I really liked about the show, it, it didn't hit me until like uh, earlier this year though, but... The guy who makes the Samurai Jack show That's it like he made the Clone Wars show. I didn't know that. And I remember watching the Samurai Jack. I was like watching a couple episodes. I'm like, man, this this animation is so smooth, but it reminds me of something I could never like figure it out. And I remember when I went, to, I was like doing some research because I was gonna make a post about the uh, the Clone Wars 2003 show, and I saw something about the creator was this person. And when I clicked on his link. It showed all the shows that he's been involved with, and one of them was Samurai Jack. And I didn't notice it, but they, like if you compare like the character drawings, they're, they're very similar. And I was like, dang, I really like this exaggerated, like, uh, um, just like the Clone Wars 2003 was like constant combat, like very rarely focused on everything anything else. It just showed like different battles, different like like the the moonless 10 like where they have Fordo and the arc troopers like oh dude like i'm excited to rewatch it on um disney plus and i hope they do like the each the hd version because i saw there's a couple like guys are trying to make like an hd version of it
2: yeah it's really blurry on youtube if you kind of get like <laughs> screenshots of it for both the stuff it's not going to look good
0: no
1: no i i kind of going off of what you're saying about like the animation style and kind of how they run yeah i love how it they very little dialogue when they don't need dialogue. Like when they're in the middle of a battle, they'll just like give a command. And then this, you know, you just get this kind of nonstop action rather than, you know, big expositions on like, here's our complete and total battle plan. We are going to talk for the next 10 minutes and then we'll go and get some action. No, like that, like there's literally a scene where the clones, it was like the, um, arc troopers, were going to get deployed and they literally they get shot down and they don't even like all their commands were just issued through hand their hand signals rather than any talking at all and it was just it was a really cool scene it's
0: so badass it's so cool dude
2: i <laughs> like punisher in some ways in the comics because he just barely spoke he would go around and kill people like mercenaries in like comics it's like
0: yeah it's just straight up action the uh the animation's really cool and then kind of like I like how exaggerated it was. And that's like one reason this is kind of slightly off topic though. Like one reason why I'm super excited for Star Wars visions is because uh, that kind of animation. Well, I guess Star Wars visions more anime than American cartoon, but like, it's so exaggerated. I feel like Star Wars being exaggerated. Like it's so cool. It's so stunning. And I don't know, like, that's one reason why I like, I'm super excited for Star Wars visions just to get another like 2d exaggerated, like, you know, Star Wars show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I was actually kind of thinking about saying something like that. It was about the 2003 Clone Wars. Is it felt kind of anime-like, where it was, you know, these exaggerated battles, ex- exaggerated combat without... I didn't also want to compare it because there's a lot of differences between, you know, typical American cartoons and anime. So, but yeah, I definitely agree that I'm kind of looking forward to that too.
0: So, Dirge, who was also in the Clone Wars show, and then he got a couple... Or the Clone Wars 2003 show, and then he got a couple of uh, comic spin-ups and Legends, but... Recently, I'd say a week ago, it was announced that Dirge is returning in the Doctor Aphra comics. And if I remember correctly, Cody, you were are a Dirge fan?
2: Oh yeah, I love Dirge, man. Because I, I like I said, I grew up with like two thousand three Clone Wars. That's what got me into Star Wars. But seeing someone like Dirge, who I've always really wanted to see canon again, me make canon is like really exciting to me.
0: What are some of your like uh, favorite things about Dirge? Like what like what made him stand out as a cool character to you? He's like okay because he's a bounty
2: hunter so i've always really liked bounty hunters like in in the 2003 clone wars like you said it's so exaggerated it's just so cool so like when he's fighting like Porto and all the arc troopers and kenobi and clone army it's just so cool and like i'm hoping to stay like that and keep him really op and stuff in the comics otherwise it's not going to be there because needs to be op and like crazy and ridiculous
1: i mean i definitely agree i mean and that's kind of how i felt with Thrawn coming into rebels. Like I remember when I saw that trailer for the rebels, I think it was season three and I saw Thrawn appear, I was just like freaking out. Cause he was my favorite character and I guess still is for that matter. And it's like, I don't know. I I'm a little concerned about that. I know you're saying that you kind of, he kind of needs to be OP. I'm not really sure if they will go that route. Cause I mean, look what happened with Thrawn. He kind of, he went from what used to be, you know, the tactical unstoppable genius to this more typical bad guy and i don't say that as a bad thing it just there's times he didn't feel like Thrawn. and i'm wondering if the same
2: treatment will be applied to dirge here where he maybe will be yeah i think it's possible beat. because the comics i'm pretty because sure he's he can't live past turn the Jedi. i'm pretty sure because at that point it's just boba dengar and a few other bounty hunters and Dirge would be such a present after that it wouldn't make sense so he's probably gonna die in these comics at some point
1: though i mean since he's in the doctor afro maybe what if you know he gets to fight vader at some point like wouldn't that be pretty awesome dude that'd out? be so
2: cool i believe it's in the event by the way too where this like that there's just gonna be in a war of bounty hunter event so there's oh, a yeah. chance dude that'd be pretty sweet you could fight luke too there's also gonna be luke yeah interesting the,
0: uh this is kind of taking a detour before we get to our next question though but i watched a, a eckhart's ladder video and it got me thinking um so you know one thing that i've always wanted to see that they never really highlighted is how I mean, and and I know it's not that important, but, like, Luke's lightsaber, his green lightsaber, like, they never really, like... So far in canon, it hasn't been explained like, how he was able to make it. And I feel like... Do you think that's something that should be explained in the comics and, like, how, like how do you think it should be explained? Like, how do you think um uh where do you, does it even need to be explained in the first case? So uh it isn't both of you can both answer that question. And then I can say like, what well, I think about Luke's lightsaber though. I honestly don't know <laughs> to be honest, because they've changed so much
2: with like a lightsaber building. It's become so confusing to me. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I kind of like how they
1: originally did it to where he like visits Ben Kenobi's hut and gets to find his journals and stuff and builds his lightsaber there. But I kind of with, cody here that it was like with how they make kyber crystals act nowadays i don't know if they could do that to where he had like a synthetic crystal so i don't i don't know
0: my theory is and i've seen it been thrown around other places too though but one of my this is kind of my headcanon too right now though but like i'm pretty sure when obi-wan went back to the jedi temple where maybe he always had it though but like i always thought um kenobi had qui-gon's lightsaber So one of the theories that's always been out there was uh, Qui-Gon's lightsaber was on the hut. And when Luke was constructing his lightsaber, he took the crystal from Qui-Gon's lightsaber and put it into his saber. But the only thing that doesn't add up is if he just finds a perfectly usable lightsaber, what's the point of constructing his lightsaber just to take the crystal out of another lightsaber and put it back in? Unless maybe Qui-Gon's is a little damaged, but the crystal is still intact. But then, even then, what doesn't the lightsaber crystal change based on like the person's like stance in the Force, too? Like, isn't that how they explain Kyber crystals now?
1: I mean, kind of, but kind of going off your point of like, what way would he not build his own? If, because like building a lightsaber is like a sacred Jedi thing. So maybe. You know, Ben actually like took apart Qui Gon's lightsaber and like took the crystal out, and then maybe you know he put it back together as like a memoir or memorial thing, or buried it or whatnot. But maybe the crystal itself was like set aside to be like in case of i we need this, or you know, as more of a personal memoriam And then Luke happened to come across it or something. That could maybe be a thing.
0: Because I think that'd be cool if we got like a small comic of like the Qui Gon's um crystal calling out to Luke when Luke's having trouble like finding lightsabers. because think about it. The the alum is basically being under construction and turned into star killer base at this point like even though we technically don't know it though so like all the lightsaber crystals there are being used to make the giant saber uh the only other place i could think of that had lightsaber crystals was Jeddah, and Jeddah got absolutely obliterated by the death star or at least most of the service did They're they're like oh no go ahead sorry oh i was I was going to say, like, uh, I mean, unless there's, like, and I'm not following the comics too much. Like, I don't know what other worlds or planets have been said to have lightsaber crystals. And then the other place I was thinking about, too, that would have had lightsabers was Curse. But you saw at the end of, uh, or in the beginning of the Vader comics, that they threw all those lightsabers, including Yoda's, into a big furnace and basically melted all of it so but uh what were you gonna say Cody? i said they're gonna have to explain the whole luke lightsaber thing at some point in those comics because luke is using a
2: temple guard saber right now and it, that's gonna have to break or that's gonna happen something's gonna have to happen to that saber because he's gonna have to use the green one at mm-hmm. some point
1: yeah i mean and i thought it was kind of stated that most planets actually have at least some deposits of kyber crystals it's just some have higher density kind of like you know jedi or ilum
2: well didn't ezra get a new crystal because his went blue to green so he had to get it somewhere we don't i don't even know where he yeah, got it
0: though it, yeah i know his lightsaber too was never explained how he he got his second lightsaber it just appeared in the next season
1: I mean, it could be similar things. Maybe he went to a different Jedi temple. Because like, you know how he got his first crystal was this apparition of Yoda appeared at the Jedi temple in Lothal and gave him a crystal. So maybe he went through another trial like that. You know, I guess.
0: I guess maybe they could have gone to Ilum because if he, now that I remember in Jedi Fallen Order, I mean, Cal goes to Ilum to refix his lightsaber.
1: I don't know. There's a lot they could do there. And do, Luke's, I do order,
2: Luke's new order had have had to find oh. some temple too because they all
0: had. Uh, lightsabers
2: and solo all the other ones yeah what what planet
0: was luke's order built on is it i don't ex- i don't remember what it was but there's there is a specific planet that it was built on mm-hmm. yeah i don't maybe that's where they found the lightsaber crystals was on that planet where they built his um new temple
2: well there's definitely multiple temples because battlefront 2 i think at the temple on that planet he's on i think is where a temple is too because he's like searching for temples i believe
0: oh yeah uh huh forgot about that i don't know it's mm-hmm. just like you think about, like i feel like star wars is such a big galaxy but we barely have just like scratched the surface to like how many different planets there are like what different like what sacred locations they are like it's just it's so weird like i feel like we barely just have seen what what there can be for star wars because we always go through the same planet over and over again Tatooine, <laughs> or and then i
2: forget the, there's another one or i think it's dago boss the other one they always go around to
1: i mean yeah i do and you know, kind of going back to the Luke's Jedi Temple, did, didn't they kind of make it go on Yavin 4 like they did in Legends? Or is that not correct?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. Not yet, at least.
1: Okay. But yeah, I do agree that we do need to visit a lot more planets because they're, you know, it's a Star Wars galaxy. There's millions upon millions of planets, you know.
2: The Mandalorian's not so far, except with Tatooine. It seems to always find its way back to Tatooine.
0: <laughs> Instead of yeah. going back to, uh, uh, what's the, Jakku. Instead of going back to Jakku, we're going back to Tatooine.
1: <laughs> pretty much but i think but that's kind of but isn't that kind of because they just have a lot of the old a new hope set pieces from Tatooine, so they just like might as well use
2: them mm-hmm. it's also because they can use that to bring in characters like boba fett and stuff because that's where they're
0: operating
1: true good point
0: hmm. well let's see here so high Republic. so uh zach i think you wanted to ask this one or- uh-huh
1: yeah i mean we were kind of talking about the high republic earlier before we started recording here and you know there's a new character out that i'm sure most of our listeners here have heard about and that's uh name his name is geode so kind of want to get started talking about the little controversy about him right now or is it has it been defined as a him or is it an it
2: i think it's a dude because they refer to him
1: as
0: a he okay yeah he's a he
1: yeah, I just started reading that book, so I I've, I've just barely been introduced to him. But yeah, Cody, I guess you you kind of wanted to talk about this one, so I'll I'll let. I'll Dude, I, I just you. find
2: it so funny the hate board, the hate and like how he was created. is just so funny to me. He's just a rock, right? And they just introduced <laughs> a rock with like no explanation, and it's some people are like, oh, they, they they did it. I think they purposely they thought it was a good idea to introduce a the rock. They didn't realize how like problematic it would be and stuff. Like they just, it was just kind of like their stupidity they didn't account for it in my opinion some people i've seen say well they knew exactly what they were doing but no i don't i don't think they planned out i think it was just one of those things they put in there and never realized what they were doing with it. and okay. i just think funny too, all the people hating on it too are ridiculous too because they're like they're hating on a rock because <laughs> it's a rock it's like it's so dumb that you're hating on this character because i don't know it's just so dumb there's no political agenda some of them are trying to say it's a political agenda too with the rock and it, it,
0: it, it's, just it's a rock it's a, like oh my gosh the like okay i'm not for, and i don't know too much about the character just because i haven't read any of the books the okay he's just a rock and the the idea of him being a navigator a force like i guess he's or maybe he's not really force sensitive like i don't but like it like i think it's yeah it's stupid but it's like it's funny stupid to me like it, it like so stupid it's funny yeah it's funny <laughs> like yeah you can like i it, it's it's one thing to not like the character yourself but to like make it this big thing like oh it's Disney knows what they're doing they're being they're they're making this political whatever rock it's like no no it's it, they literally just wanted to make a new character and they thought a rock those would be character. pretty cool and like honestly like the those couple of counts that just made like praise geodo or whatever like just like they like worship geode or whatever like those are some funny accounts it's like it's so funny to see like how many people like go to comment on their stuff and like you guys are you you guys are just unintelligent because you you you, uh like a stupid rock it's like it's just a rock like if you're getting worked up about a rock like you need some you need some help
1: i mean i'm 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 with you guys there like i i don't really see where the hate comes from i i think they're kind of making the character for the memes essentially like that's just kind of feel i got from it i mean i'm not the biggest fan of it so far but granted i've just been introduced and i just i think it's kind of silly but i don't hate it necessarily by any means
0: yeah i think it's just it's just a weird character with that's what how i feel about it and i can understand like someone not liking it like for the most part i really don't mind like for me it's just i don't mind Geo. it's not like it's it's whatever but like it's not like it's not like he's changing the galaxy or changing the narrative of this story like some of these like geode haters are like making them out to be like it's it's not but
1: yeah i definitely agree there that it's just uh he he seems to have a little bit bigger role than just a minor character in the the book but like i said i'm just i just got introduced to him so but anyway yeah i kind of i'm kind of with you there it's just and the you got to realize the star wars galaxy is infinite essentially like there's millions of planets millions of alien species and races and all that good stuff so who's to say there can't be a rock That's a sentient rock. And I mean, think about kyber crystals, that they are force sensitive too. Like they, I don't want to say speak to the Jedi, but kind of speak to the Jedi on some level through the force. So who's to say that this sentient rock can't?
2: Dude, I want to see geode products. I think like geode products would be insane. I think they're so stupid. I bet you they would sell. I bet you they would sell better than like sequel characters. I know the sequel characters don't sell well.
1: Oof, that's taking a shot at the sequel characters now. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, I like some of them. I'm just saying, they don't sell in the markets. If you look mm. at like what shell forms and stuff, it's always Ray, Finn and Rose. It's never, never any other characters.
1: Yeah, you got, got a point there. But I mean, I think it'd be kind of funny, you know, they just go to some quarry and just like, all right, we need like 10 million three by three pieces of slate and they package that up and put it out as Geo. i think that would be pretty geo
2: black series and then they, yeah. just pops, they just stamp eyes on it
1: <laughs> did he even have eyes i thought the whole point was like he was kind of featureless
0: besides just being I, a giant. i block. guess
2: yeah no no he doesn't have eyes I, I don't know pops always have eyes on him
0: so i the, the only cool thing i remember about geo is that he's got like i guess it's like purple s- space dust or some kind of like space glitter or whatever but he can float. like like That's how he moves is he can legit float and move wherever. Yeah, I don't so know. I'd,
1: I'll have to definitely finish the book and kind of see where they go with him. But I think it's silly, but
0: I don't think
2: cosplays. You think we'll see Geo cosplays at some point? Ooh. Ooh. Honestly, I, I hope mean, so.
0: I think can cosplay a guy, the guy, you know, like that guy that was like in the background of the Mandalorian episode where you can see his, his arm and his...
1: Are you talking about camera um, guy? The deleted camera yeah. guy?
0: deleted camera guy if they can make him into a cosplay <laughs> they can make a rock into a cosplay got to do spray paint a cardboard box gray
1: <laughs> maybe maybe add a little bit of like that uh, puffy paint to make it kind of have that 3d texture but yeah definitely
0: and then literally just like put heelys on your like <laughs> your feet and just roll around that would be the best like i would want i would if i see a geo cosplay and i can't see their feet but they're still moving around in the rock I would want that to win any cosplay event. All right, now, now I
1: guess this is gonna to go to all our fans. So if you're gonna do a geo cosplay, please send us pictures either on our Instagram
0: or our Facebook pages, because we definitely want to see this. I want to see a geo cosplay. So, all right, so, um, so basically, with this segment, actually, we were just kind of talking about content creators, fan films, and cosplay. So, I, mean,
1: I guess kind of just where I wanted to go with. I kind of put that in our show map here to be kind of talk about you know just kind of give shout outs to some of you guys because like you guys are content creators on instagram that's where you guys got started here oh i guess i can finally count myself in this being part of this podcast it's just i just kind of want to make it as a way to give out shout outs to those that do make fan films and you know memes on instagram and reddit and you know, the cosplayers out there and all that good stuff. Yeah.
0: So like, uh, all right. So like, yeah, so I guess I'll quickly shout out. Um, we've dropped it, I think a couple of times, but Greedo's bounty is a takes group that I've been involved with me where me and Cody are involved with. And we basically just post our takes on um, Star Wars. Uh, we have a podcast that we're going to be making here pretty soon. So if you like listening to the, this podcast, go check out our uh, other podcasts. And then um, shout out to official Greedo for making his fan film. He's got a fan film coming out here really soon. Yeah, that's pretty much, uh, those are the couple of things I can really think of off the top of my head. And maybe, maybe with our future podcast, we'll just like, we'll uh, find a random account and just shout, shout them out. Maybe that's something we can start doing here.
1: I definitely think so. Especially when some of those, like, what's that one that is about the 501st Legion that they're actually using the Clone Wars. I don't, was it the engine or the, just the animation style?
0: Yeah, that's uh, official. Greedo's the uh, Adventures of the Five O First, and he's. Okay, yeah. But uh, I guess we'll quickly finish up with uh, Book of Boba Fett speculation. Um, Cody, is there anything you want to say about what you are expecting from the Book of Boba Fett?
2: Well, I had all sorts of speculation, and then a comic cover kind of killed that, but my, I, I'm speculating that Dengar shows up, and I'm, I'm going to, guess, a retcon boss's death since what his face, G- Gabba's friend seemed to live, and he was at the end of The Mandalorian, so my speculation is boss, Deng- Dengar will save Boba Fett, but boss will show up at some point in the show, and I believe any of the bounty hunters that live through the comic will show up too, because it's supposed to be multiple bounty hunters, not just like one or two, that's what they said, at least. Mm-hmm. And I believe Dengar will be like one of the main characters, though, because I think it's going to be like going more in depth on Dengar and Boba's relationship and then maybe explain more about Fennec, too.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely hope they do because I would love to see some of those bounty hunters like For-Lom, Um, What's the old, what was he? Um, he wasn't a gank, was he? Can't think of his name, I guess, off the top of my head. But it was that little. Zuckus. Yeah, yeah, Zuckus. And then, you know, just I guess all those bounty hunters we see in episode five that are still alive at that point you Know if they if IG88 is still alive or not, or you know, Bosk and Dengar, and you know, I just like would love to see this kind of underworld stuff. There's still
2: a lot of clone with bounty hunters who weren't dead yet, like Embo. Yeah, oh, oh, dude,
1: that'd be sweet to see a live action Embo.
0: Do you think Cad Bane will make an appearance? Because, like, technically, uh. Or has, has that scene, that rough animation, considered canon or no? I don't remember if that was ever considered okay. canon or not. I have a
2: whole thing for this, and I can explain why. Cad Bane is a Duros, right? Duros' lifespans yeah. are 80. Cad Bane is 50, I think, during the Clone Wars. He's 50 or he's in his days, 40s. So by the time mm. he gets to a book of if that, he would be dead by old age. So or, or close what, to. Yeah. What I think is what's, what's going to happen is Bane is going to end up dying in the War of Bounty Hunters. I'm theorizing he's going to be like mm. some secret character and you're going to see him hunt down Boba for Han, like how all the bounty hunters are doing. And then it's going to turn into the Clone Wars arc pretty much. Or I mean, that, they'll that'd just be pretty sweet. They'll do what Dark Disciple did and just make a whole book for it separately.
1: I mean, maybe. Yeah, it's just kind of funny how they had like Cad Bane's ending in these unfinished Clone Wars arcs and then still never released it. Like, But they that...
2: released Race and Troth, or Tra- Trace and Rafa.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. that's a whole controversy in itself. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'd be interesting to see like Cad Bane return come to live action but i just don't think the book of both that would be the way to do it just because like yeah like you say about his age would be at a point he'd either be dead or At a point where he's just, you know, old and slow and unable to keep up with a bounty hunter life. And yeah, I just, I don't see it there, but I definitely think it'd be cool if he does show up in like a comic book or a book or something and kind of finally finish off his character one way or another.
2: I mean, they should, he's like one of the most popular ones and he's still like an unfinished character. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: I don't know. Yeah, it'd be definitely interesting to see where they go with the show. Cause I mean, now that Jabba's out of the picture, is, is the Hutt family's like in chaos right now fighting over what's left of their territories at this point or since like you know like the clone wars arc where they went they kill two hut leaders or is it just the one yeah
2: they kill zero and they kill someone else
1: yeah is that i can't think of what hut but yeah it was the um shadow collective killed the other one yeah
2: uh, the one thing that makes me wonder about boba Fett is you know how mando always gets hunted for his best armor mm-hmm. i wonder if that's gonna happen to boba he, he's surrounded by all those people So either they're too afraid of him, or they actually will attempt to kill him. prison of that,
1: I definitely be interesting. I don't know. I think Boba just his armor is so well known, especially in the underworld, that I think they'll just know him as Boba Fett, and there'll probably be a lot of people like, "Whoa, how did you survive? I thought we thought you were dead."
2: Din didn't know because Din and Din's been in the underworld obviously for a little bit, and he didn't know about Boba.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you got to realize like Din was part of a cult for a while. For a long while, so you know, if cults don't tend to let people have all that much outside information, that's kind of one way to keep them in the cult. So, that I think that's kind of why Dim's kind of ignorant of a lot of this underworld stuff is just because of his upbringing being so far removed from the outside galaxy. But I think Boba just you know, having all those connections in the underworld for the longest time, you know, he worked for Java for who knows how many years, and just even as a child, he was doing. You know, work with Aura Singh and Bosk. So I think he would, you know, be a little more from like a lot of people be a lot more familiar with him and his story just due to his n- notoriety. But I so guess...
2: maybe they'll do a Johto cast thing. And because Boba's so famous when he dies? Or no, I think he dies or so called dies. Johto takes his armor or copies his armor and acts like he's Boba.
1: That would be pretty cool, especially if it brings Johto casting because I thought he was kind of a cool character trying to s- essentially steal the identity of Boba Fett for his own notoriety so yeah, i don't maybe know he gets
2: cool. wearing his armor Thrawn wears his armor <laughs> at some point too
1: yeah no oh man there's all sorts of stuff they could do i mean i hope if boba fett dies i hope it's in like the mandalorian season three and like as he's part of like this big strike force attacking mandalore or something and maybe he dies out He know a hero's death
2: i don't want him to die i'm sorry i just i, I, I can't I, talk about this i just don't want him to die
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't either but i think it'd be really cool to kind of finish his arc as a little more of an anti-hero rather than a straight villain personally he was
2: always an anti-hero it's just the movies that make him out to be a, a bad guy yeah you and Django are misunderstood
1: oh definitely but i i do think that like i mean i think Mandalorian had a big step towards making boba fett this kind of anti-hero rather than just a straight villain but i kind of want that to continue on and I, I don't know if that will be in the book of Boba Fett or the Mandalorian season three, but I do hope they kind of continue him on as like the anti-hero where he's not downright the bad guy, but he's not always the morally good guy
2: either. I think it could happen because they've been introducing legends in the canon and legends after Return of the Jedi. He actually turns more good because he starts helping like Luke and stuff. Yeah. So I think possible. But
1: I mean, he even in legends, he was never a full good guy either. Like there was times where, yeah, he was working with Luke, but a lot of times they would disagree with how to go about things just due to, you know. Boba not being afraid of violence, whereas Luke would try to be a little more anti-violence or something like that. Well, that's
2: how a lot of the Mandos were, though. Even Bo's like that. She's technically good now, but she has her, like, more crazy ways about
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. Everyone forgets how, like, when we first see her in the Clone Wars, she's just straight up, like... (laughs) Well, not psychopathic, but, like, she's just straight up, like, does not care. Like, she will, like... Remember, she she, like, helped slaughter, like, this indigenous village... Well, she was
1: part of a terrorist group at that point. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of what I want to see with Boba Fett is kind of the Bo-Katan arc where we kind of see him finally evolve in the way that, you know, legends used to do it. And we'll finally see that in canon.
2: There's there's one other thing that you got to answer in that show too, is because Dengar in the Rise of Skywalker is a full robotic thing now. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the show will go into that too. That Dengar. Yeah.
0: That would be cool because that would explain why he's so disfigured. Because it just like, he mm-hmm. just looks so different. Like, I didn't even know that was Dengar until like, they confirmed it. It was him. I was like, wow. Okay. Because
2: like to keep away from certain things, but from Roth Deng, I think now.
0: Hmm. And then- yeah. I
2: mean,
1: I think they will. Just I don't. I just don't think you can go through that drastic of some kind of transformation without some background information. Like, look at Saw Gerrera. Like, you know, when we see him in the Clone Wars, he is the young, you know, perfectly, he looked perfectly fine besides being a little crazy. And then, you know, we see him again in row one and now he's half machine. So and we get to see that little bit of that evolution through comic books and through rebels. So I wonder if yeah, if book of Boba Fett will be where we like really see Dengar's like transformation from at least mostly human in episode five. Like we can't guarantee that there wasn't some cybernetics in that suit or whatnot. But at least you know as he was in episode five too.
2: I believe episode five he has cybernetics. It's Clone Wars where he doesn't.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, but I I didn't remember off the top of my head. So. I guess, thanks for confirming that. But yeah, I just, I kind of want to see that finish to where he was in episode nine. Like, I think that'd be really cool. cool. So um, that about wraps things up for us. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Cody. And uh, where can everybody find you again?
2: All right, well, they can find me on Instagram at Cody Fit, and they can also follow the other page, Greedo's Bounty, which is something that me and Wyatt both do and a bunch of other creators. So, yeah, thank you guys for having me.
0: Oh, no, thank you. It's been, been a good time. Yeah, th- for sure. Thanks for being our uh, first guest, uh, guest host. I think whenever you... If you ever want to come back again, just like you know, it'd be awesome to have you back on the show again in the future. Dude, I'd love to. It was
1: fun. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No. So again, so. you can find us everywhere you can find our podcast and starwarsnavigator.com You can also help again supporting us by going to our Facebook and Instagram pages, all at Star Wars Navigator.
0: Thanks again for listening, and come join us in our next hyperspace jump with Star Wars Navigator. <laughs>